All thy works shall praise thee, O Lord, and all thy saints shall bless thee. They shall speak of the glory of thy kingdom and talk of thy power, to make known to the sons of men his mighty acts and the glorious majesty of his kingdom. Thy kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and thy dominion endureth through all generations. Psalm 145, 10-13 You are listening to My Religious Struggles, the podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of My Religious Struggles, the podcast. We have been talking about the great disconnection. And if you've been listening to us for some time, you know some of the topics that we've talked about. We've looked at things like misery versus ministry, uh, tradition versus transformation. What are some of the other topics that we've looked at so far? Uh, that's, that's a very <laughs> good question. We've, look, we've looked at so, so many of them. Um, but basically, we're looking at two areas that have been disconnected for whatever reason and looking at why they've been disconnected and how we can sort of put them together. Um, you will see in our episodes list, Kennedy, what, what are some of the areas that we've looked at? So, um, the church versus um, the kingdom. Oh, yes, uh, that was good. Pastors versus priests. Yeah. Uh, religion versus relationship. Tradition versus transformation. Fantastic. I love them. These are all really, really good episodes, by the way. Like um, they were they were really good. I think one of the ones that really stumped me was tradition versus transformation, uh, because in my mind, tradition is a set thing. Transformation is an ongoing thing, a changing thing. And um, to know that they are somewhat connected um, was quite challenging. So if you haven't listened to that episode um, and you want to you want to listen to something that's a bit challenging, you might want to you might want to start there. And what we were saying before as well, what we love about these episodes is because they talk about specific topics or we speak about specific topics every episode, you can really start from whichever one you fancy, whichever one catches your eye and and look through the series in that way instead of like um, having to flow episode by episode. But anyways, today we are looking at, um, I I, I forget now, again, I'm going to say misery versus ministry. It's not. That was last episode. We're doing politics versus people. Politics versus people. And apparently these these two things are disconnected. Yes. So let's let's learn why. Let's see why. We are we're gonna go straight into it because I'm interested. Yeah. Um so I'm not a I'm not a politics person, right? You know, you, you might have heard people say that, you know, I'm not into politics. Um so when you say politics versus people. Tell us what you mean by politics and tell us what you mean. Because when I hear politics, by the way, the first thing I think is governments and presidencies and whatever they're doing. And I'm, I shut off. I'm like, nope. So what do you mean? Before you lose some of your listeners that are like me, they shut off. <laughs> tell us what you mean by politics. Unfortunately, you cannot have politics without people because they actually are connected. Are they? Sh- sorry, they should be connected. Mm. Uh, there's a misconception about politics. Um, politics is necessary for the smooth running of a nation. It's important for running of a community. Politics is necessary um, for the smooth running of the church, for our jobs, our homes. Uh, they reduce a lot of chaos. Um, but we take a good thing and we turn it and we have used it for evil. Mm. Um, so when anything in life, for example, becomes more important than people, it must be gotten rid of because it's going to create disconnections. And we, but the, ch- the problem is we cannot get rid of politics. 
so so we, we we are we are human beings and as human beings whenever we feel that we are not a part of something bigger than ourselves we become miserable we become frustrated we become angry and mm -hmm. when things and when traditions and policies and procedures and politics etc seem more important than us that's the worst feeling we can have in the world but let's look at politics and church before, yeah. before, before. Um, politics has played a major role in the great disconnection it has become ne a negative part of the church's lifestyle uh, in some churches for example people are no longer led by the spirit of god but by politics it's about elections uh, it is based on people's feelings affiliations their corruptions the crime their violence the popularity and everything else that is contrary to theocracy which is government that is run by god by the way god is the politician of politicians he's not elected he cannot be elected but he is a politician. As a matter of fact, he actually has a government. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6 says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. Mm -hmm. And it, it says that his government is not going to come to an end. Mm -hmm. So we need to understand that politics is a part of life. We cannot have life without politics. Because politics actually means where your freedom ends and where mine begins. How can we live together in harmony? Um, that's what politics is all about. Interesting. I did not read it. That was one of the questions I was going to ask you. You know, what, what specifically is politics? And I want to come back to that. But I had a question just before that. And you touched on it. You just touched on it. Um, my question was going to be, is there politics in the kingdom? That's what I was going to ask. Yeah, once, once, once they're, they're, once they're, because remember, we just read that God has his government as well. Yeah. And so the government of God is actually about the kingdom of God. In every kingdom, there are rules and regulations. Mm. The moment you have more than one person existing together, there must be rules and regulations. Right. Uh, there must be politics. Politics will be involved in the process, whether it's a, whether it is a perfect environment like in, in the Garden of Eden, that's why that's why they had the tree in the Garden of Eden. That, that was a rule. There was a regulation. You could eat everything else except this this fruit. So when you get to the kingdom again, we're gonna have we're gonna also have rules and regulations, so we know where how to operate even in the realm of um, the, the kingdom, the kingdom of God. So you make politics seem like um, I say you make politics. <laughs> You make politics seem like a like a, a positive thing, a good thing. I know for a lot of us, when we hear the word politics, you know, we hear we hear the word politics, we hear a negative thing. What's yes. that about? Again, man has taken what God has given and a, use it and abuse it and use it for evil. Again, it's about control. Almost 99.99% of the times is about men trying to take control of other people's lives. That's what it actually boils down to. But when you begin to understand the essence of, of politics and what makes it worse in the church is that we have been taught that we don't associate with politics. Politics is over here and we are over here and they don't mix. And in America, they have used the, 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 the amendment that talks about there is no, you shouldn't have the joining of church and state. The challenge with that is, and we use that also in Christianity, and we use that not to be involved in the political system, even though we are involved. Mm. We don't realize that we are involved because, mm -hmm. for example, when you don't vote, you actually vote for the person who won. 
Mm. Because you could have you could have you could have made a difference and you refuse to make that difference. Right. But what makes it bad in church is that we believe that it shouldn't be in church, but it is practiced in church. And so there's a double negative associated with it because you shouldn't bring it in here. And when you brought it in here, now people are extremely upset. But even getting upset over that is a part of politics because mm. we thought that that should not be a part of. And the person who brought it in feels that they're justified in bringing it in. And so right. it creates dissonance for us. I want to look at that definition that you said of politics. because That was really interesting to me. And I'm, I'm glad I've circled back to that. So you said that politics is where my freedom ends and yours begins. So it feels like if the more people they are, there are, the less freedoms I have. That's, that's what it sounds like to me. So if, no. I'm, if, I'm, if I'm considering everyone else's freedom because that's what politics is and everyone's considering mine and so on, then there's only going to be so much things I can do. And so I'm. this is my where I'm struggling here is to understand um, how that makes sense. Yes. Um, do you realize that politics exists also in your household? Because, possibly. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, because, I say possibly. You said if I understand. I, I don't know if I do. Maybe I okay. do. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Um, you cannot do what you want to do in your house. Mm. Everything you want to do, you can't do it. Mm -hmm. Because the children are present. Because your husband is present. Yeah. And so whenever you make any decision, they are taken into consideration. That's politics. But you see, I think I think what's stopping me from from is, is my idea of what politics is. So when I hear the word politics, <laughs> I imagine a leader, and then I imagine people, subjects, if you like, whatever, depending on the type of yeah. of system, you know, whether it's a democracy or whatever it is. So you've got a leader, you've got people that following that leader, and then people underneath that that govern different things. That's the way I'm seeing politics. How is that? How is that different to your household? How is that different to the church? Yeah, you have the same. You have the same structure because remember, the, the church and the community is as a result of the home. Mm -hmm. Our homes determine the type of um, um, the type of of people we have in our community. The type mm -hmm. of church that we have is based on that's the prototype. The prototype begins in the house. Mm -hmm. And that's taken now into the community. So when I leave that, when I leave my, my, my parents' house, I went out into the world based on the, the politics that existed in, in my household. And I use the same principles that were there when it comes to other people. So we learn about politics in our homes. We don't realize that it is politics uh, that is taking place because of what we've been taught about politics. It's negative connotation that we have of politics and politicians love it because they now can take it and use it to control us rather than us controlling them. What we don't understand is that same thing in churches. In churches, the pastor is answerable to the people. Mm. In politics, the, 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 the constituents... Um, yeah. The politician is answerable to it. But what they've done, if they've reversed it, they've turned yeah. it around and we have yeah. accepted it. And as a result, they have taken our power, our authority, and um, um, what God has bestowed upon us, our positions. They have taken, sorry, they haven't taken them. We have given it, given it to them. And now they are in control rather than the people being in control. Okay, so now that we've gotten clear what politics is and 
I suppose how it's how it's changed in a sense from what it should be. We, the topic here is politics versus people. So how is this way of doing politics affecting people, affecting the church? We can come back to what we did last week in terms of the giftedness. Because of the giftedness, we choose individuals based on who they are, where they were born, how much money they're given to the church. Right. And all that involves politics. Mm, mm. So it's affecting the people. That politics, therefore, is affecting the individual who therefore cannot utilize the gifts that God has given to him or her. And that creates misery within the individual, misery within the church. And so the politics is then used against the people rather than for the people. Mm, mm. Interesting, interesting. I just think that this whole, these are things that, you know, we mentioned some of the topics that we've spoken about so far. And they're things that we never, I've never considered. You know, whether it's not just in the life of church, but in the in 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 our our community as a whole. And how doing something wrong, disconnecting two parts of a puzzle that are meant to fit together can can lend to such I don't know, to such to such disaster. And I think what I'm realizing is if these two parts were connected. The more we connect those bits, the more we operate in the kingdom of God. And, exactly. And obviously now, I know, I know we're, we're making resemblance between, you know, our home, the community and church. But, you know, for the sake of the fact that this is a religious podcast, we're looking at, at the church or the Christian home. And it's, we really need to look at how we can marry these components together so that we are operating more uh, like the kingdom of God. And I know we've got an episode coming up um, where we'll be talking in general about reconnecting, about, you know, looking at the great disconnection and, and how we can reconnect these components. Yeah. Um, the, the, the... There are lots of things we've been taught that we've got to unlearn. And because they were taught to us, we can unlearn them, but we have mm. to be willing. We have to put ourselves in, in a position because God is all about position um, where we can learn what we need to learn so that, because remember, whatever God has given us is for the advancement of his kingdom. Yeah. First of all, it is for fellowship with God and each other. Everything God gives us is for fellowship with God, number one, fellowship with each other. And we take those now to advance the kingdom of God. So when mm -hmm. it comes to this area of politics, for example, that God has his own method of politics. The difference between God and man is that you, we, God cannot be elected. But he does not, he does not abuse. He does not uh, um, utilize his power to hurt us. He uses, uh, he uses it to help us. The right. same thing you've got to learn to do when it comes to this area of politics in the area that God has gifted us. We don't pick and choose who we're going to minister to. We minister to those that God brings in our path. When you look at politics from man's standpoint, it is based on a curry favor. It is based on who I like and who I don't like, who I want to advance and who I don't want to advance, who can be of greater benefit to me rather than who can be of greater benefit to the kingdom of God. And so here is where we have our struggles coming in. And so when you bring it home now, that now gives us the opportunity 
to avoid using politics for our advantage, we use the politics to advance the family. If we use politics to advance the family, we're going to use it to advance the community. We're going to use it to advance our, our, on our jobs. We're going to use it to advance our churches. It's going to be used to advance the kingdom of God. Right, right. I love that. I think it's. I think it's really good. I definitely think these are one of the. And I've had a few of these of these conversations before, where I I feel like I have to sit with it and like hear it again. And it's not. I know there's no problem with disagreeing, but honestly, it's not. It's not about disagreeing. But it's about dismantling a belief that you've had about something purely because of lack of understanding yeah. of that yeah. thing, you know. So, yeah. for example, you mentioned earlier about um, church and state, and um, that is something that here in the UK is technically a thing, right? So we have a state church. That's the Church of England. That's the Anglican Church, and it's it's technically a part of uh society in the sense of that is that is the state church that is you know if, if something's happening if 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 a royal is getting married if something's happening best believe it's happening in, in, in an anglican church it's not happening in any other church right yeah. um but i feel at the same time there is a disconnection between politics and church or the state and church anyway even in a country where it's technically a thing because we don't see the state at least i don't see the state getting involved in politics um but there's a challenge with that as well because here's a misnomer that we have we believe that we can separate our belief system this is it from who, who we are yeah yeah they can't they go together right we think that they can be separated but the same people we are trying to separate church and state from are the same people who go to church and they therefore make the laws of the state. This is the thing, but I think that I think you've hit the nail on the head there. We spoke about this in one of the first um, topics, but it's this this thing of it, it feeds back to this thing of us being one thing on a Saturday or Sunday and then being something else throughout the rest of the week, because even within church, um, we are disconnected. I feel like even within our homes, we are disconnected. So, um, you know, I might not want to be, I have I, ha I have this thing sometimes, I, I personally don't necessarily fully understand it. When, um, you know, as a woman, you might think, well, okay, you know, I'm tired of being mom and wife. I just want to go out and be a woman and have fun or whatever. And for me, I, I, I understand the concept behind it. But it's this idea that we want to separate who we are in order to enjoy something or be a part of something where I can just be a married mother on a girl's trip. That's possible. Yes. Right? Yes. I don't yes. have to be like, oh, I don't want to play those roles anymore. So I want to. But actually, when we, when we understand our roles and we understand who we are, then we can live in integrity. Yes. We can go on our holidays and be in integrity. We can do, do you know, because you remember who you are. And I feel like it's the same thing. Whether and I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm saying women because I'm a woman. You know, obviously right. the same goes for men. The same goes for, you know, our, our church folk. Where it's like, I'm gonna be like this here at church, and then 
everywhere else I'm going to be someone different. And you mentioned about, you know, the community is a picture of, of the home and, and, and government is a picture of the community. So then we see the same thing within government. You know, these are all people, and I'm talking for here in the UK, these are all people who are supposedly God-fearing. They're supposedly church-going. I say supposedly because I don't know who goes to church and stuff anymore. Right. It's not like back in the day, right? Right. But, right. but you know, um, it, it'll be like if a president in America, you know, would, would, would openly say, God bless America, because there's a belief in God, right? Yes. But then there are things that they're doing or saying on a... Uh, on an average day that doesn't align with yeah. with that part of them yeah um and i think that's i think that is one of the biggest disconnections that we're faced with and just based on what we've spoken about so far i think it lends to everything else and every other disconnection that yes, we've spoken exactly. about as a matter of fact that's that's what actually caused me to write the book wow. um it actually says the great disconnection between the christian and church and in life and how to solve it mm. because that's actually what happened and we love see the enemy loves to, to disconnect the, the enemy loves to isolate and his objective is always domination whenever we have those thoughts the objective is to dominate mm -hmm. that's what is that's what it's about and so politics is about domination mm -hmm. but it doesn't matter what fo what form it takes once it is not of god any isolation any separation, any disconnections are designed to control. It's, a, it's always about control. Mm -hmm. God's about integration, assimilation. He's about oneness. He's about bringing wholeness. Mm -hmm. The enemy is about dissecting our lives. So that's why God wants us to be the same person who we are in church on, on, on Saturday or Sunday and the mm -hmm. same person we are during the rest of the week. And mm -hmm. that's the whole objective. So that if you're if you're a politician, that's why Christians can be politicians. Right. Because they're consistent 24-7. Right. So what you hear on Sunday, you're going to hear on Monday. The other challenge that we have is that what we have done with God is that we have isolated God in our lives. So when you go to church on Saturday or Sunday, we give God a chance, therefore, to take care of whatever problems we have. Saturday and Sunday. Mm -hmm. Saturday or Sunday. If he doesn't take care of it, he hasn't a sunset Saturday, a sunset Sunday. If he doesn't, then on Monday, I have to take care of my problems on Monday to Friday. That's right. That's right. You're right. And so we give him a chance again. If he doesn't, then I have to take my problems in my hand and try to fix them because God did not take care of them on Saturday or on Sunday. That's so true. That's so true. And so we have to learn, and we're going to help you with um, in, the, in, in the final episode in, in, in this section dealing with the great disconnection. How do we go about now bringing about connections? How do we go about reconnecting those things that should be should be reconnected in the first place? It should have been connected in the first place. Right. So we're, we're going to wrap up this episode, but I was just actually looking to see, um, to find the list of what we're going to be talking about next. So I couldn't find it, but what, what, are, what are we going to be looking at next? We're going to look at discipleship and membership, membership versus discipleship. And then we're going to look at how can we bring about the reconnection. I am really looking forward to the uh, discipleship, membership versus discipleship. I'm really looking forward to that one. I think when I saw the list of topics, that was the one I was looking forward to the most. I think because I've learned a lot about discipleship since doing the podcast. And so it's, it's, it's really interesting 
And also because membership is such a common term used within church and it's a normal thing, but let's not get into that right now. <laughs> and then um, I know we've asked the question, you know, how do we reconnect things? But it'll be good to look at it from a holistic point of view. Um, so, guys, you do not want to miss those upcoming episodes. Just two more episodes before our live Q&A as well. If you haven't registered to the live Q&A, be sure to click the link in the description below. Um, this is where you get a chance to sit in the hot seat um, with us and ask your questions. Um, you know, be there with us. It's going to be a live recording, um, but you do need to register for this free event. The link to register is in the description below. Um, also, if you would like a copy of uh, Kennedy's book that he just shared, The Great Disconnection, we will link that in the description as well. You can also go to our website, www.kingdomuniversity.com. And I think it might be slash shop. Don't quote me on that. Just go to the website, look for the shop. And the book will be in there as well. But we will link it below. As always, be sure to like, share, subscribe, and make sure you turn on your notifications so that you don't miss an episode. We're here every Wednesday on YouTube or wherever you listen to your podcast. You can also find us on our website, www.kingdomuniversitynetwork.com. Kennedy, final closing words for this episode. Yeah, um, it's important for us to, to get a, a grasp, a better grasp of what the concept of politics is. So rather than um, fight it, rather than go against it, we need to understand it and use it for the advancement of God's kingdom. Because in God's kingdom, there's also politics, but politics from God's perspective, not from man's perspective. Whenever we do it according to man, it is always of the devil and therefore it's going to hinder us from mm. actually enjoying the freedoms that God has given to us. And we need to be able to contribute to that because we are part of the society. So rather than isolate ourselves, and that's a big mistake that Christians make, we tend to isolate ourselves rather than integrate ourselves into society. Je yes, Jesus says we should not, we should be um, um, of the world, but not a part of the world. So there, there are roles and responsibilities we have to carry out as being up in the world, but not making the world a part of who we are. Right. We need to understand that if we understand that, then we'd be able to make the contributions, the kind of contributions that we need to make based on the gifts again that God has given to us. And we use the gifts, the purposes, the ministries and the vocations which he has called us so we can advance the kingdom of God. Fantastic. Great stuff. Thanks for listening, guys. We will see you again for another episode of My Religious Struggles, the podcast. Mm -hmm.